0: I'm Jim Cameron, Jim Cameron Consulting, broadcasting from the Fountainhead, the home of Synergy Billing, and I'm your host for Volusia Matters, news, interviews, and matters that impact Volusia County directly or indirectly. Now let's get on with some news. This week and next week, Volusia County Council and several city commissions and councils either held or will hold their final budget and tax rate hearings. So, uh, if you remember, September the 5th, Volusia County Council tentatively adopted a general fund ad valorem tax rate of 3.39 mils, which was lower than the rollback rate of 4.5. But, because of new accounting procedures, the public safety tax rate of 1.45 mils is now added to that, which totals 4.84 mils. But, some council members uh, want further spending cuts, and that could affect the millage rate. So the council will finalize their new budget and tax rate today, September the 19th. We'll see what happens. Then uh, cities like Daytona Beach meeting tomorrow night, September the 20th, will have their final budget and tax rate hearing. Let's see what happens. But for further information, check out my budget and tax rate chart attached to this email and this is your opportunity to speak up about next year's budget. Next item. The Volusia elected officials roundtable meeting took place yesterday, September 18th, where County Coastal Division Director Jessica Fentress stated that the county will use funding from a 37 million dollar grant from the florida department of environmental protection for sand placement and dune renourishment projects and several dredging projects are already underway and fentress further pointed out that since the hurricane the county has reopened 71 of 141 dune walkovers and installed four miles of sand filled trap bags to temporarily fortify the coastline and that 16 of 17 coastal parks are now open and seawall repairs are ongoing and with that Upcoming fall and winter repair projects include Sunsplash Park Seawall and to repair Dahlia Park Ramp and Ed Peck Park repairs, as well as other projects. And the county will still pursue additional federal funds. And while today's elected officials roundtable focused on storm recovery, I asked Volusia Emergency Management Director Clint Meacham about the possibility of future storms here in Volusia County. We are watching another storm that is not organized enough to be named now. Um, Most of the the services that have predicted major storms have told us anywhere between two and four. We named major hurricanes this season. We've experienced three so far. So again we'll we'll see what happens. Um, We're still expecting uh, the hurricane season to last probably into November this year because of water temperatures. So it's 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 hard to say definitively uh, what kinds of numbers of storms that we're going to see but um thus far uh, mother nature has been cooperating so i wish i had something more definitive for you but that's about the best i can do next item moving on to washington with congress back in washington their top agenda item is avoiding government shutdown before september 30th and however if no agreement is reached It will be the first government shutdown in five years. Now, the battle of funding the federal government comes as FEMA is running low on money following multiple natural disasters in Florida and Hawaii. However, the U.S. economy is humming. Tax revenues are up unemployment down so instead of the government deficit contracting shrinking it's actually grown one to two trillion dollars which caught a lot of people off guard and have economists wondering if this latest federal deficit is a one-time anomaly, or something systemic now White House and leaders of both House and Senate say they would support a short-term measure in order to keep the government running. However, conservative Republicans in the House, such as the Freedom Caucus, are pushing for deeper spending cuts, which again puts House Speaker Kevin McCarthy in a situation of if he has the necessary votes to pass what's needed to resolve this issue now the House and Senate will be in session this week and next until Friday September 29th and they may have to meet that next day Saturday the 30th to get this resolved now This is not as catastrophic as that debt ceiling measure, if you remember, that took place back in June. And if Congress fails to pass a spending bill, well, some federal parks and uh, some federal offices, they'll be closed temporarily, but it's it's not the same gloom and doom as that debt ceiling measure. But keep in mind, The Federal Reserve Board meets today and tomorrow, September the 19th and the 20th, to determine what to do about interest rates. Wonder how this all works together. Next item, what is Florida's current minimum wage? Florida's current minimum wage is $11 an hour and becomes $12 an hour at the end of this month September the 30th. And as for tipped wage employees, it's $7.98 an hour and becomes $8.98 an hour at the end of this month. Now, you might remember back in November 2020 when voters approved Constitutional Amendment number 2 to increase the state's minimum wage by one dollar each September until it becomes $15 an hour in 2026. Beginning 2027, the minimum wage will be adjusted annually for inflation as it has been since 2004. And by comparison, Florida's current minimum wage is $15.50 an hour. Connecticut's minimum wage is $15 an hour. Massachusetts, $15. Washington State is $15.74 an hour. And for some more state news, last week, state CFO Jimmy Petronas announced that more than $32 million in unclaimed property was returned to Floridians in August. Now, since Petronas took office in 2017, more than $2.1 billion in unclaimed property has been returned to citizens. Now, it's said that one in five Floridians have unclaimed funds from a uh, some type of forgotten financial account so if you haven't done so give this a try go to fltreasurehunt.gov give it a shot now going back to the cities tomorrow night september 20. daytona beach city commission will review their 2024 legislative recommendations these include funding request of 12 million dollars for backup power generators at 113 sanitary sewer lift stations then also they're seeking funding for projects to reduce flooding and funding for FDOT projects including the I-95 LPGA interchange, replacement of the LPGA Boulevard Little Tomoka River Bridge yay, and East ISB project as well as other projects. They're also seeking funding for affordable and workforce housing. Now Their congressional recommendations include funding for Army Corps of Engineers flood control study and funding to assist with providing affordable and workforce housing and support funding for homeless initiatives. Moving on to education matters, uh, the Volusia School District and Volusia United Educators support personnel. Uh, This is school paraprofessionals and office specialists. They declared an impasse in their salary negotiations last week. Uh, While the district has proposed a 2% salary increase and longevity compensation for employees, that have worked for the district five or more years. The Volusia United Educators support personnel want a 3% salary increase, retention, and longevity compensation. Now, declaring impasse should actually, actually expedite the timeline for Volusia United Educators and the district to continue talks. And by the way, here's some meetings and events that you want, might want to note on your calendar. The West Volusia Tourism Advertising Authority meets 9 a.m. September the 20th at Main Street, the land, and that's 100 North Woodland Boulevard. The Halifax Area Advertising Authority meets 2 p.m. September the 20th, location to be announced. The Volusia PLDRC meets 9 a.m. September the 21st, Volusia County Chambers. And the Southeast Volusia Advertising Authority meets 9 a.m. September the 26th, at New Smyrna Beach Area Business Bureau. And you don't want to forget V-Cards, that's Volusia County Association for Responsible Development. Their Building Resilience Flooding Stormwater Management Seminar is going to be Monday, September the 25th, 8.30 to 11 a.m. at Daytona International Airport. Speakers include representatives from A Thousand Friends of Florida, Zev Cohen & Associates, and American Flood Coalition. And for more information, contact Kelly Constantino at 255-0981. And I want to remind you about the Riverfront Esplanade Phase 2 Grand Opening on October 6. That'll be from 5 to 8 p.m. Now this is the new section of the park from ISB South to Orange Avenue. And listen for more details in a future podcast. And to finish up, I want to remind everybody that the U.S. debt is now over, over $33 trillion, and that equals out to over than $250,000 per taxpayer in the U.S. Now look for a new podcast to be released next week and the views expressed on this podcast may or may not necessarily express the opinions of Jim Cameron Consulting. And for more news, check out my newsletter, which is being emailed tomorrow, and if you're not receiving it, call me at 566-2140, and my $1,000 guarantee still stands. And in closing, I'd like to thank again our first responders, particularly our firefighters, EMTs, and paramedics. They're on duty around the clock to assure our safety. They do a fabulous job, and I want them to know that I very much appreciate their good work. This is Jim Cameron saying God bless and roll tide.